Hello, and welcome to Thing of the Week, a podcast where two nerds talk about their most recent obsessions. I'm Nick. And I'm Luke. Happy Saturday, everybody. We're recording on Saturday instead of Thursday. It's weird. It's weird, and it's like 1.37 in the afternoon, and I'm sitting on a bed. Yeah. Yeah, you're in a new room. It's it's a new time. It's a new day. Everything's weird. Everything's weird. This, this is going to be a weird one. The Cardinals have played five games. Everything's weird. Everything is real weird. Yeah. Actually, so, right now, they're busy spanking the White Sox. Are they? God. You know, that's... No, I'd still rather see the White Sox win. I was going to say that's a hard a hard one to decide between, but no, I'd rather see the White Sox win that one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if it was like the Reds versus the White Sox or the Brewers versus the White Sox, it'd maybe be a tougher call, but... Yeah, 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 I, I would think so. I would think so. But, you know, speaking of the Brewers... um. You uh, you texted me the other day while yeah. I was at work and told me to look at the box score but not say anything, which I did. I specifically told you to look at the hits through that was six it. innings. That was through six innings, and I got very excited, and uh, another another guy at work noticed it too, and we kind of had a lot. We both got really excited not talking about it, and then we both got really upset. Yeah, and then you had to settle for just winning the game. Just winning the game. You know, like it's like I said, though, it's been four years. It's been four years since our last no-hitter, and like I, I'm kind of starting to feel like a little princess right now because I want to know no. Yeah, I I know some people who were present for that uh, that Cubs no-hitter. They like you mean they were actually at Wrigley Field? Yeah, they were at the game. Wow. At least I assume well, it's the same one because it was. I want to say it was like in 2016. Yeah, that was that the time. second one because because Arietta threw a no hitter in 2015 too, but I think that was an away game. Mm, okay, then I can't quite remember now. It was definitely a home game. Yeah, that was the second one, uh, and and that was the one I, I I watched that one on TV. I missed the first one, but I watched that one on TV. But they 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 were actually at the game. That's yeah, that's exciting. That's <laughs> exciting. Yeah, um, but uh, speaking of speaking of cheering against the White Sox, uh, it's this is obviously a, a choice that that you have to make that I don't have to make so much because I'm I'm just a Chicago fan. Uh, I don't have a specific team that I root for. Uh, whereas you you obviously are a diehard Cubs fan. Um, oh yes. So so the rivalry is more real for you than it is for me. Most definitely. <laughs> um, if. Uh, uh, for me, it's it's almost more of an annoyance because uh, I I feel like I'm because the two teams have to play each other, and when they play each other, I'm like, oh well, I don't know who I who I want to win. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the last couple of years it's been easy because uh, uh, you know the the Cubs needed more wins so that they could make the playoffs, and the sure. White Sox could probably benefit from a higher draft pick. That that's very uh, diplomatic and pragmatic of you. I the thing you know I have noticed this dilemma about you before, and I've also noticed that your solution to it. And I don't even know if you realize this is your solution to it, but like when you're hanging out with me and it's Cubs Sox week, you're rooting for the Cubs. <laughs> and I suspect that when you're hanging out with some of your friends that are White Sox fans, you're probably rooting for the White Sox. Uh, yeah, more or less. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh... Uh, so like my my friend Abe is um he's a a pretty big White Sox fan like mm-hmm. uh he it, I don't I actually don't understand him sometimes uh <laughs> uh he 
he's a White Sox fan. That's great. Um, I like sure. the White Sox too. Uh, but like the Blackhawks are in the playoffs right now for the first time in three years, and yeah. they're winning playoff games for the first time in four years, and they won yep. a playoff series for the first game in five years, and. Right. He would just like turn on the Blackhawks once the White Sox game was over. Oh yeah, see, like, no, that's uh, what are you doing? It's uh, barely a baseball season right now. Right, this barely oh, counts. God, yeah, this year really shouldn't even count. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a little absurd. I think. Yeah. Go, no, and, granted, and though, you know, this I, is I like might... game six. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I would probably watch the Cubs too. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, if it's game six in the playoffs, I'm probably going to watch the Blackhawks because that's at the very least going to be a more exciting game. I actually have personal experience with that because I remember having at one point to choose between in 2015, choose between a Cubs game that was getting really hot yeah. and the Blackhawks who were in the playoffs at the time. And I obviously chose the playoffs because mm-hmm. it's more exciting to watch. You know? Yeah, that's fair. And we're talking... We're talking like early, well, it was like mid-baseball season, 2015. We knew, everybody kind of knew the Cubs were going to go to the playoffs anyway. So it was like, yeah, now let's, let's, let's see if maybe we can watch a little history. Okay, so let's talk about a little bit about the decision-making process that goes into, like, let's say, because sometimes, at certain times of the year, there are like four, maybe five different Chicago teams on TV at the same time. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about what goes into the decision-making process behind which team to watch. Now, obviously, I think I think factors include, like, is it the playoffs? Right. Yes. Uh, which sport do you enjoy the most? Things, things like that. Like, uh, let's say it's, like, October 5th or something like that. And it's like... Okay, yeah. It's like game two for hockey and basketball. And mm-hmm. like game one for football, and uh, the whichever baseball team is uh, in the playoffs, probably the Cubs. Yeah, um, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> uh, so, if it's me, I'm probably gonna watch the Cubs just because it's the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Even though baseball is my second favorite sport. I I think you're right. I think that like. I think yeah, there's 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 kind of like you got a way between like yeah the sport you like the most and what's going to be the most exciting or fun to watch. Because mm-hmm. because the other side of that though is that like if it's like, let's say the Bulls are in the playoffs. Yeah. And I don't care about basketball or the NBA at all. Yep. Uh, I'll watch pretty much anything. You know, so there is a point I think where like despite the excitement potential excitement of a game if you don't enjoy the sport enough you're probably still better off watching something that you like i'll agree with that um, i don't but i also i yeah I, I i kind of sorry go ahead uh yeah i'm i don't really care about basketball at all so you know if the if the bulls are in the playoffs and the game is on and there's nothing else on like if the hawks yeah. aren't in the playoffs then sure i'll watch it Right, uh, right. Or you know, if I'm out at a bar or something, then I'll watch it. But sure, uh, I'm not gonna take. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna make time out of my day to watch the Bulls playoff game. No, um, no. I'll check the score later. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I want to know because again, it is a Chicago thing, right? So you kind of want to know, sort of. Uh, yeah. You know. Oh. Yeah, what was that? that? Did you just karate chop uh, your desk? No, I kicked the mic stand. You can't. 
Hmm. I I have questions. You remember remember when I was younger and I used to kick myself in the face? Yes, but I, I do remember that. But that was there was largely uh, there were some actions taken on your part that preceded the face kicking that made the whole face kicking fiasco very avoidable. Go on. Uh, like like wildly swinging your legs near your face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that'll, that'll do it. Well, wildly swinging your legs near a mic stand uh, will result in a similar. Um, That's fair. Is that what you were problem. doing? Yes. Okay. I'm sit. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce on the bed right now, mm. uh, and so I had to go flip my legs around because one of my feet was going numb. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. I, I see. Okay. Accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I thought you were just randomly like mid podcast, like fuck this desk, and then just proceeded to proceeded to just drop kick it. No, although I mean, I I probably that that would be pretty fun. Uh, like that, it would be kind of like that episode of WTF where uh, the comedian Gallagher just stormed out in the middle of the episode. I didn't see that. Yeah. No, that was uh, tell me that more was about a that weird one. Uh, well, I guess he had Gallagher had said some something upsetting on stage or whatever, and Mark Marin was pressing him on it during the interview, and Gallagher got really defensive and said something about like I didn't come here to be insulted, and he just got up and left, and like, you hear the door slam, and then you hear Marin just being like, "Well, oh, okay, I guess that's it," and that was the end of the episode. It was like thirty-eight <laughs> minutes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, WTF used to be a really interesting show. I haven't listened to it in a long time, though. I'm I'm not really familiar with WTF. What's the premise? Um, it's basically just an interview show. Um, the original premise was just that it was Marin, Mark Marin, and he was interviewing his friends. But now he's gone. I mean, he interviewed Barack Obama a couple okay. of years ago, so he interviews all kinds of people now. And he kind of he has a history of getting like deep stuff out of people. Um, he's had comedians come out as gay on his podcast. Like, for the first time? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Todd Glass, the comedian Todd Glass came out on, on WTF. And, I mean, it's a, it's worth, it's an episode that's worth a listen, if that's something that you're interested in, but, uh. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, I haven't listened to it in a while. Um, you know, but yeah. Hmm. I think okay. I'm pretty sure it's still going, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, Gallagher stormed out. What's up with those Cubs? Um, I mean, they're going doing pretty good. I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like at this point my superstition is kicking in, and I kind of feel like maybe I shouldn't try to watch any games because I haven't <laughs> watched anything yet this year, and we just keep on winning, and hmm. I think that my version of magical thinking is going to be that like. The Cubs are only going to win if I'm not watching. Because <laughs> the first time I watch a game and they lose, I'm going to decide that. Yeah, I I haven't really watched many Cubs games this year either. Um, I always... I, I get notifications about the score and everything. Um, I did turn on the, the Darvish game that was almost a no-hitter, and then he yeah. immediately gives up a, a, a home run. It's so, a home run, right? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that one's on me. Sorry, everyone. Yep. No. Yeah, we're gonna blame you for that one. You know, th- this kind of dubs- dovetails into something interesting, though, because I um, the I read a book recently, and um, 
No, the book's been out for a few years, but it's Look, by you don't John have to brag Lodge. about it, okay? Look at this okay, guy. Well, I read a whole. Look at this guy. He's literate. Book. He can read. I can read a little bit. Anyway, so um, <laughs> anyway, so it's a John Hodgman book, and mm-hmm. um, the book is a, largely about his life, but he talks a lot about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one of the <laughs> memories that he shares is that he decided. Um, in, in a story that really reminded me of you, he decided he wanted to try to get interested in sports for real. Mm-hmm. And so he had a friend take him to a hockey game Okay, and it was the, uh, it was Pittsburgh versus somebody else. He doesn't, doesn't remember. Didn't, he never actually got around to saying who it was in the book, but he remembers that he, it was like in, it was, it was sudden death overtime and, uh. He wanted Pittsburgh to win, and he decided that if he put, if he took off his Pittsburgh hat and put on his Hartford Whalers hat, it would help Pittsburgh win. Okay. And then he, he put the hat on, and then they immediately lost. Oh, no. And so he has, he has found himself dead set convinced that wearing that Hartford Whalers hat at that game is what made that team lose. That's, I mean, that's pretty on brand for a sports fan. It really is, and that's kind of where where I got to thinking. I'm like, oh no, yeah, no, it's yeah. You're, he's acting like a real sports fan there. But, uh, but what is it is about much... what is it about Go sports ahead. and superstitions that pair so well together? I don't. I can't speak for anybody else, but my my thinking on it is that like we all kind of go into watching sports with the knowledge that it's meaningless anyway, and so we feel safe attaching kind of magical thinking to it because it's not really important. Hmm. Is it? And I think, go on, go ahead. No, you got, Oh no, No, I didn't actually have anything. Yeah. What if we kept deferring to each other? Just like, no, you go, you go for the next 45 minutes. That would be great. I mean, that'd be good podcasting. I won't even edit it. I'll just leave it like that. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, how could you, um, that's a masterpiece. Uh, fuck was I going to say? Oh, um, what if it's what if it's not so much about how meaningless sports is and what if it's more about how ultimately we have no control as fans over the end result of the game and we're trying yeah. to assert influence in any way we can so it's like that manifests itself in the form of uh like oh if if I if I wear my Rizzo jersey they they'll lose but if i wear this uh this beat up old uh like yellow uh marlboro shirt or something that i <laughs> right that that's three sizes too big and i use as a pajama shirt then they won that t- that one time and i so, remember that and my 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 monkey brain turned that into uh cause and effect and yeah. now I think that if I always wear my my shitty extra large uh, cigarette pajama shirt, then uh, <laughs> then they'll always win. I mean, I I think that that's I I, I think that's certainly a fair assessment uh, as well. I think I I think on some level it's just fun to let yourself get into like let yourself have those superstitions because I think a lot of a, a lot of is like, people like you and me are are fairly logical and and don't really have a lot of superstitions in our real lives. Yeah. Or outside of our outside of our sports fandom. So and I think that like I think it's for me anyway, it's fun to just be like, yeah, you know what? I know this is stupid, but I'm going to believe it anyway. Oh, yeah. Because it's 100%. You know. 
it's it's like how um so i fancy myself a pretty pragmatic individual for example i don't believe in ghosts uh sure if you do believe in ghosts that's okay i think you're silly but that's okay <laughs> um however the fact that i don't believe in ghosts doesn't stop me from getting spooked when it's two in the morning and I'm awake for some reason and all the lights are off and I hear the foundation settling or something in my house and it sounds almost like the footsteps coming from my basement or something, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean... I'm 100% going to get spooked by that. Of course. Well, yeah, you know, we're all we're all human, uh, even you. I, I mean, despite the fact that you're two-thirds android. Yeah, sure. Only two-thirds. Only... Oh, did you get an upgrade? Beep boop. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but yeah, I uh, uh, I definitely have the sports superstitions as well. I, for example, I I uh, the Hawks just beat the Edmonton Oilers in the qualifying round series, uh, three games to one, and. Okay. During that one loss, I noticed that, uh, like, before each game, I would go on uh, social media and I would post, like, let's go Hawks or something. Yeah. But I yes, noticed that before noticed before that one loss, I I didn't post let's go Hawks. I posted LFG and then, like, a fist emoji and then yes. hashtag Blackhawks. Yep, so I've, I saw that. I've convinced myself that LFG, fist emoji, hashtag let's go Blackhawks, is bad luck. Yeah, or it it, or it's at least not enough good luck. Ah, okay. I mean, that's an that's that's an interesting kind of uh, glass half full way to think about it. But I, I I agree with you. I mean, um, there was a time when I went to your bachelor party, and we went to a Cubs game at Wrigley Field, mm -hmm. and I really wanted to um get to buy like. Um, actually, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to tell the story. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, let me, oh, I'll, I'll sell it a different way. Um, I used to have this old, uh, Cubs hat. I mean, and it was nasty. The thing was falling apart. Yeah. The bill was coming apart. It was all, I mean, it was faded. It was barely blue anymore. It was so old, but I had to wear it to every Cubs game I went to because every time I wore that hat to Wrigley Field, the Cubs won. And every time I didn't. They lost. Okay. So, you know, I have, you know, I definitely can understand the uh, superstition. And I don't know if what I just said falls into this, and you'll be able to know when you edit this. But have you ever noticed, though, that among sports fans, um, we win games, but they lost games? Hmm. Maybe. Sort of. I don't know. I feel like I've definitely been on the, like, the, oh, we lost sort of Oh, yeah. I, I've, made an, I've made an effort to 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 think like that um just because i feel like as a fan you have to be there through the good times and the bad times yeah i don't know i don't i don't know that i've ever noticed i don't know if i've ever noticed that hmm i certainly have okay um but again i've i've made uh i've made an effort personally to not do that just because i kind of feel like you know, well, like I said, you know, you gotta you gotta be there for the good and for the bad. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just funny the way that that some people talk about their sports. But like the um, so it's kind of like when like my my cat is rolling on the ground and he's showing his tummy and he's being cute. That's my cat. 
But when he when he bites me and when he scratches the sofa, uh, then he's my wife's cat. Yeah. And no, I'll, I'll say, that... are you? Do you see what your cat is doing? Yep. Well, it's just like if you were to have a child and the child was acting up, mm-hmm. and it would be like, yeah, no, your son or daughter is doing this. You know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It is very much like that. You kind of you <laughs> try to deny ownership just a little bit whenever they're being shits. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, my cat's actually in the room with me right now. He's sleeping oh, on nice. my... Uh, he's Excuse me. He's sleeping on his chair. Oh, yeah. His yeah. accent chair that I paid like $250 to wait for it for. But he decided it's his. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. his. Uh, every chair in this house is his, actually. Well, no, the entire house is his, and you and your wife are also his. I never thought about it like that. You ever yeah, see, you ever see yeah. that, um, it's like a comic strip or something like that, and it's like uh, dogs versus cats, and dogs will be like this, these humans, they, they feed me, and they, they give me sh- food and shelter and water, they must be God. And then the cat is yep. like, these humans, they feed me and they give me water and shelter. I must be their god. I must be their god. Yep. I mean, that is pretty much the perfect illustration of how uh, the difference between dogs and cats. I was actually looking around. I'm surprised the cat's not in this room right now. Oh, did you send me a picture? I did. Kitty. Aw. Yeah, that needed to be shared. It did. Yeah. It did. No one listening to no. this can see this, but there's a, there's a picture of my no. cat sleeping on my chair. That's in the Discord okay. chat. That cat, that cat picture is all for me, and I'm always happy to look at pictures of cats. Yep. Uh, that's been, been the best uh, part about um, living with the family where I am now, is that I now get to live with a cat. That is nice. Oh, yeah. No, it's excellent. And she's even starting to like me a little bit. So when you move into the apartment, are you going to get a cat? I really want to. Because I think you should. I definitely want to, and I mean, I'll take all the encouragement I can get, because, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like cats, and I missed having a cat so bad, so yeah, no, I definitely want to get a cat. Well, I fully I'll endorse this idea, as long as you post <laughs> lots of pictures to social media. I won't be able to stop myself. I've lived in this house for, like, two weeks, and I haven't been able to stop posting pictures of this cat on social media, <laughs> so um, I, I don't think we're going to run into any issues there. Well, that's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I'll never stop. But you got I promise to do the same. Oh, 100%. Oh, yes. Well, then I'm, I think we have ourselves a deal. And if anybody that's listening wants to send us pictures of their cats, you can do that, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So, thing of the week, we've got a Facebook account, but we don't have an Instagram or a Twitter, do we? No. All right. Maybe we, we should get those. should. Yeah, we probably yeah. should get those. Yeah, yeah, we probably should. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't I don't have a thing of the week this week and I know you didn't really have one. Uh, we're kind of unprepared this week, so it might end up being bit, a little yeah. short, but uh before we um before we like start nearing the end here, I did want to give a a a Wrigley scoreboard update. Yes. <laughs> to anyone who does yes. not uh follow me on social media, I um I did finish the Wrigley Field side. And it looks great, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. pretty proud of it. Uh, it's excellent. You I should be proud of it. I learned quite a few lessons. Uh, I think my, uh, I don't think it was a huge exercise in terms of like my woodworking abilities, but I do think it was a big 
exercise in terms of uh, like some other some of my other skill sets like uh, 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 I, I don't know yeah patience for sure uh, yeah uh huh uh, just like uh, like the the more creative like artsy side of oh. of uh, creating things like the problem solving yeah. Uh, you know, painting and masking and uh, uh, cutting out letters with with exacto knives and whatever whatever you categorize all that stuff as. But right, that's um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I uh, I did make a small upgrade to it today. I don't know if you saw it in my my Facebook story. I don't think I did. I haven't really been. A, I've, I've had a pretty busy day uh, already today. So okay. I haven't been on social very much yet. Yeah, I just made a minor upgrade to it before when I first set up the um, I don't know what you'd call it. It's it's made like a uh, like a, a base for it with like casters on the bottom, um, oh, so yeah. you could roll it around. And the casters, uh, mostly out of laziness, I used like bolts and nuts, and the bolts were way too long, and they were just protruding oh. from the upside. Like it was it was yep. hideous. Um, yep. So I I took those out. And I, I lopped a little bit of those legs off and I reattached the casters using self-drilling screws that were not too long. Um, nice. So it's, uh, it's cleaned up a little bit. And then I took my, my router. I just bought a new router with some bits and uh, I added some chamfers to it. So it, uh, it, looks, it looks a lot cleaner than it did. That's great. That's great. So, yeah. That's the, the fun thing about projects like that is that you'll probably continue to find little tiny upgrades to do over um, over the year, at least. Um, keep, you know, adding little things to make it just that much more better. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice. I can I can definitely feel my my woodworking prowess evolving over time. Um, well, that's that's great. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's that's on my Facebook story. It's not on my Facebook. I've okay. I've tried to start using stories for things uh, that are not like you know you know how uh, you know how it might be like here's here's a picture of like like my like uh, here's a picture of Katie graduating or something like that. Like you probably put that on Facebook and just leave it up, you know, in perpetuity. Because right. like that's a that's a nice memory, and you want it like documented, and you want it to like show up in your Facebook memories later, so that you can be like, oh look, it's my sister, she graduated, I'm so proud of her. Right. Yeah. But then other times it might be like I went out to the bar and I got a really like froofy drink, and I want to take a picture mm -hmm. of it, but I'm not gonna care about yes. this in three days. No one is. I don't want this showing no. up in my in my memories. Right. Uh. uh so I've been trying to use stories for things like that. Um, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I, uh, which is kind of how they're intended to be used. I've got right. some. Uh, I, I've got a friend at work who, uh, uh, she's, she's definitely sort of a bridge to like between me and the younger generation. She was sort of okay, explaining yeah. like, like I was like, why would you use stories? It's so stupid. Like it disappears after a while. I hate it. And she's like, no, no, no. It's like for. You know the things that you care about for the next twenty four hours, but not necessarily right. after that. And she was sort of sort of showing me how to use that. And I'm starting to, uh, I make jokes constantly about feeling like I'm getting old, but that was yeah. maybe the first time I've actually started to feel like I'm getting old, like I'm out of oh, touch. No. 
Yeah, well, you know. But you're not, though, because you are now trying to learn how to do it. So, you know. Yeah. You're old, but you're not out of touch. I, I always... um. I always saw, like growing up, I'd see older folks who are out of touch, and I'd have to explain to them th- how things like podcasts work. Right. They'd be like, why are you talking to each other with microphones? Like, well, it's called a podcast. Like, what's that? And it's like, well, it's like YouTube, but for radio. And they're like, what is YouTube? Like, oh, it's like television, but uh, crowdsourced and on demand. And they're like, what's crowdsourcing? I'm like, well, it's oh, like Kickstarter, no. but like, what's Kickstarter? It's like, <laughs> oh, man, you just have to keep. And I was like, I swear I'll that. never become out of touch, um, but nope. it's happening anyway. Well, you know, I mean, it, it, time, time comes for all of us eventually. But, you know, I don't think you're particularly out of touch. But then again, I, I am old and out of touch. So who the hell am I to say? But you're just more <laughs> in touch than I am. I, I like to think I'm still in touch. I don't know. Even if even if I don't like things that people younger than me like, I like to think that I at least understand why they like them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a fair a fair way to go. Because I mean, the other thing is that you're just you're just not going to like everything yeah. in the world, and a lot of things just aren't made for people like you and me anyway. No. No, we're we're definitely from uh, from another age. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah so you know i think it's uh although granted like you know the majority of like tv and movies is uh specifically targeted to white guys in their 30s i i'd probably agree with that so you know we have all of that so you know we we don't have a lot to complain about i feel like but you know uh it it is it is uh admirable that you try to you know keep up with what's going on i kind of wish i did a better job of that (laughs) Um, I feel like as a person who tries to promote myself a lot with music and podcasts and stuff, I really should uh, have a better handle on social media, but I really am terrible at it. Oh, yeah. Same. Same. Uh, yeah. Although, I, the only reason I'm even on social media to begin with is uh, uh, because I crave validation. Well, naturally, yeah. I think. I mean, I think that's also probably why we started playing music and doing podcasts and writing sketches and all of that stuff. Oh, that could be. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's at least part of it. I mean, I think I think uh, anybody who says they didn't get into music to like meet girls um, at least a little bit is probably lying, unless they're gay, and then they were getting into music to meet boys. But still, <laughs> uh, the facts are, you know, look, yeah, only the pronouns have changed there. That's fair. You all right? So you're talking about TV, and this is not super related, but I, I wanted to run it by you. Do you feel like a lot of television has kind of become formulaic? And I'm not just oh, talking yeah. about, like, Big Bang Theory and, right. like, just lowest common denominator, stuff like that. I'm, I also mean even, even like, the quote-unquote good TV shows. Like, like the prestige kind of shows, like the... Yeah, what you would what would be considered like high level good shows, yeah. Yeah, like uh, one of I don't watch a lot of TV uh, lately, but like one show that I that I do like a lot is uh, Ozark. I'm not sure yeah. if you've seen it. I've not seen it, but I I've I've been aware of it. Okay, well it's kind of like a poor man's Breaking Bad, but with uh, Jason Bateman. Um, it is really okay. good though. This this latest season was really good. I thought that there was one episode in particular that like just 
I think it was I think it was episode nine. I'm not gonna say what happens, but uh, it it really like it really hit home. Um, okay. But a lot of the rest of the time, I do feel like there's just a lot of there's a lot of shock value, and there's a lot of like setting up for cliffhangers that aren't. It's like tune in next week to find yeah. out how they get out of the situation, and then you tune in, and then like three minutes in, they they just luck their way out of the situation, and right. then yeah. they're getting themselves into the new situation that you that they set up for the next cliffhanger. It's very clearly a a, a ploy for viewer retention rather than like you know a plot exactly device. yeah yeah. Whereas like I think I mentioned it before, I didn't really read a lot of books especially especially a lot of fiction um for the last like 15 years of my life or so and then i started reading uh like song of ice and fire and the expanse and things like that oh yeah and i realized that when you're reading a book there's not really a lot of incentive for like you know there's incentive to keep you turning each page but there's not a lot of incentive to be like you know books aren't like you know in a way they're episodic if it's like a seven part series of like like an epic fantasy saga and then it's sort of episodic but it's not like yeah it's not like one book has like episodes i guess there's chapters or whatever but um but you buy all the chapters at once yeah yeah exactly it's not like like the characters hanging from a cliff and then it's just like ah waiting you gotta wait till next week find out how they get off the cliff and then you you tune in next week because you're like, oh my god, I gotta see how they how they don't fall off the cliff, or if they do fall off the cliff, and then they just climb up off the cliff in the first minute of the episode, and you're like, oh right. well, I'm kind of disappointed that I that was kind of a lot down, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, there's just there's I feel like there's more care taken to the narrative, and I another thing that bothers me is uh, like movie trailers. I feel like movie trailers spoil seventy percent of the movie. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Definitely. Uh, some of them spoil even more than that. Yeah, because yeah, movie because movie trailers are like, like oh here's just people living a normal life, and then this thing comes up comes ar- along and upends that normal life, and it creates this struggle, and then you basically know everything except how they get out of that struggle, which is yeah, you know the last twenty minutes of the movie. Right, so you kind of you can already go in knowing what all the character development's going to be if there's any. Uh, yeah, and they and put all they they, they put yeah. all the best jokes in there. And... Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, I um I've I've made a habit for a long time of not even bothering to watch movie trailers. Yeah, I'm the like, same. I'll watch like a teaser, or maybe I'll watch one trailer to see if it's something that's interesting. But I really don't put a lot of effort into trailers anymore. Granted, I haven't really been much of a movie watcher. Mm-hmm. For the last few years, anyway, outside of like Marvel stuff, yeah, yeah, I, I'm the same way. Um, if it's a new movie that uh, that I'm not, that's not part of an existing universe that I'm familiar with, I'll probably yeah. watch the trailer. But yeah. um, you know, so I can get a sense of like what the tone of the movie is and who right. who the actors are, and you know, is it a comedy? Is it an action? Is it a drama? But yep. like. Uh, I'm I'm a lot like you. I've mostly watched Marvel movies the last couple of years. So yeah. when the new, like, uh, like there's like Black Widow trailers out, and I have not watched any of them. No, I don't even know who the villain is. No, nope, me neither. But I'll probably watch the movie. No, 100. percent I'll watch the movie. 
Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, for for certain types of movies, the the stuff like that doesn't really matter all that much because, like, you know, you know what the tone of a Marvel movie is going to be, mm-hmm. more or less. You know, yeah, they vary from you know from hero to hero. They have different tones, but you kind of get an idea that it's going to be more more lighthearted yeah. as a Marvel movie. So you kind of know what the tone is going to be. You have a good idea of who the actors are going to be anyway. So there's not a lot you need to figure out when it comes to stuff like that. And I. Maybe that's why those are the only movies I really watch anymore, because it's just easy. Maybe. But you know what? Like, I don't know. I don't apologize for liking popcorn movies. Oh, yeah. The same. I I, I am under no assumption that uh, that Marvel movies are like like high art, you know? Right. But I enjoy right. them. No. I enjoy them. And you know what? That's really, when it comes to art, that's really the only thing that matters. Is if somebody enjoys it, then it's then it's good. And it doesn't really matter. And pe- you know, you don't, people don't need to be snobs about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the punk mentality that lives inside <laughs> of me. But that's, you know. Yeah. I, I kind of take the same mentality about, uh, about, like, so I'm, I'm pretty into whiskey. And yeah. there are a lot of whiskey drinkers who are super snobby. Um, oh, yes. Uh, and I try not to be like that. Um, you know, if if you like a Jack and Coke, that's perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. If for whatever godforsaken reason, you, you want a whiskey and Coke, but you want like a 16-year-old Laphroaig or something in there, then oh, God. Like, as long as I'm not the one paying for it then that's sure that's fine go, go it. yeah go you for it. Yeah. go go ahead dude um you do you, boo. but uh uh at the same time there are like there are some objective there's some objective facts that i can cite that come off as snobby like um i recall it was it was saint patrick's day one year and i brought over a bottle of uh red breast which is like this um, I'd say like like medium quality Irish whiskey, like like low high to medium. Okay. It's it's very good Irish whiskey. It's it's not something that I'd put in a cocktail. It's uh it's it's meant for sipping. And um yeah, right. uh I, I offered to share it with my father in law. And uh he had he had sort of like a like a little dish with some ice in it, and in the in the ice were little shot glasses of like Jameson. And okay. I offered him some red breast and he put it in a shot glass and he put it in the ice and he said, is this okay? And I said, well, objectively, if you heat or chill a liquid, you are going to be able to detect less of its natural flavors. Right. But I accept that you're doing this. Right. But yeah. Right. Cause it's your whiskey at that point. Once you, once you poured him that glass, it's, it was his whiskey or that shot. It was his whiskey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that didn't stop me from sounding like a snob saying that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I have felt similar similarly like when I've if I like cook a burger for somebody on the grill, you know I I have I have cooked it and seasoned it in such a way that I want you to taste that burger and basically if you put ketchup on it, I'm going I'm I, I'm probably not going to say anything, but I'm certainly going to feel upset about it. Especially if you if they put ketchup on it before tasting it. Yeah, I know. You know what? At least give me the benefit of a doubt of taking taking one bite. Yeah. And then put ketchup on it cuz then I can at least lie to myself and be like, "Well, maybe maybe I didn't maybe I didn't do it as good as I thought." Or whatever. Or maybe they just don't like the way I made that burger. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. But you get um, at least give it a shot, you know? Yeah, and, and there's some behaviors that I think that are interpreted as snobby, but it's more like you want the optimal experience for someone. Like, uh, if you... Uh, like, going back to, like, the, the whiskey thing. Um, if I offer someone a, uh, a really, like, like a fairly high-end whiskey and they want to they wanna like mix it with something or they want to put ice in it or something, I might be like, eh, maybe don't do that for the first taste. Uh, right, and it's, right, and right. It's, not, it's not that I'm like, like ugh, you, you filthy, like, on-the-rocks peasants. You should, drink, uh, right. you should drink it neat or else you're no, not a true like... Like, whiskey fan. It's, it's like when you try to share like, uh, a new band with somebody and they listen right. to the music on like laptop speakers. And you're like, no, you got to get your nice headphones. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Thing of the Week with Luke and Nick. You can find us every week until the end of time on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio, Public, and Spotify. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget Copy RSS. Copy RSS. We're there too. Good night. See ya. Hey, we did it.